In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Spiritual warfare is one of those theological and Christian terms that can bring horror, and if you're not careful, you can bring a lot of superstition with it as well. Spiritual warfare is the idea that in everything we do as Christians, there's always the realm of the supernatural at work. Paul speaks to this issue in Ephesians chapter 6 when he reminds his readers, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the very powers and principalities of darkness. In that same chapter, he teaches how we battle against these things. Many times you'll find people who say they're going to bind Satan or rebuke Satan. The scripture, however, doesn't teach anything of that nature. So we're not supposed to be going around tying Satan up or pushing him out the window. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just trying to be real about what scripture teaches so that you can understand the reality of spiritual warfare. So what is it that we're supposed to do? Well, we don't have all day to deal with the ins and outs and all of the in-depth things that scripture teaches us. But the Bible is very clear that the weapon of warfare is the Word of God. It even calls it our sword. So when we think about the war that we're in spiritually, we need to understand that the Bible is really the only way we fight our battles. If we want to see what the Bible says about these battles, well, we know that Jesus is victorious. Now, here's the kicker. Jesus is the Word of God that was with God in the beginning, who is God. And Jesus is victorious. And so, therefore, in the Word, that is the Scripture, we find the victory that is Jesus and is given to us. So you might say, then how do we fight in the context of reading the Bible? Well, That's just the way it's done. And when we find spiritual warfare, when we find temptation, when we find doubt and fear and unbelief in our lives, when we find ourselves distraught and depressed and unable to function, if we would just remember what the Bible teaches us, in order to do that, we must be engaged in reading the Bible as a matter of discipline every single day. You might say, well, give me an example. So let's do one. In Paul's teaching to Timothy in the second letter, he says that Timothy should share in the suffering. In other words, he's going to suffer. He also tells him that anyone who desires to live a godly life will suffer. So we're not going to be looking to try to find a way out of suffering because the Bible has promised it. So therefore, we need to understand how to engage with suffering. Well, in this, he tells Timothy to be strengthened by the grace that is yours in Jesus Christ. Now, that sounds all well and good, but in reality, sometimes we're really troubled in trying to figure out how we're strengthened by the grace that is in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is God. He is the Son of God. He came to earth, and He is the living Word. So in the Scripture, when we read the reality of what Christ has done, when we read the gospel of grace, when we hear the words of Christ through the lens of the Bible, we are actually battling spiritually because we take our focus off of our troubles and we put it on that which is eternal and we engage in intimacy with Jesus Christ who is the God of heaven. So when we do that, we see that the scripture is where the battle is fought and it's where the battle has already been won. But you might say, well, you're stretching it a little bit, but let me show you this. 
When Paul writes his letters, he always starts his letters with the idea that the Lord's grace is given to the people that he's writing to. So he will say, God's grace to you, or grace to you through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he closes his letters with grace be with you. So if we take these things to heart, and we see that Paul and the other apostles were writing under the power and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we see also that Paul would teach in Romans 10, salvation comes through the hearing of the word. So if this is true and our battles are fought and Paul says grace to you and grace be with you in his writing, then guess what, beloved? We know that by reading the Bible, by reading the Bible, let me say that again, by reading the Bible, God's grace is sufficient for us in the midst of the storm. Lord bless.